Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So if anybody's seen my intro today, the Horses Ass Award is going out to all of our public servants, because you're not public masters, to all of our public servants, the judges, the prosecutors, the police officers, the clerks, and anyone else who is infringing on our rights, infringing on our civil rights, infringing on our God-given rights to protect ourselves. I know you don't want us, the third tier, to have a gun to protect ourselves. I know you would rather empower the criminals and the scum of the earth because they are the second tier, which would be the criminals and the illegals, because that's what you need to run this country. But you, the first tier in the position of power, it can't last forever. This whole carry permit scheme was an awakening for many people who had a gun, who went through the process and said, oh, waiting 60 days for my FID card is not bad. Oh, waiting six months for my (laughs) pistol permit is not bad. It's not that bad. Now, all of a sudden, they're going through the carry program and they're realizing they can't even submit their paperwork. Or if they do submit the paperwork, we have rogue judges that are denying people's carry permits and prosecutors 45 days later seizing people's FID cards and their firearms that they own. We see all the extra requirements that are being added, all of this tedious stuff and people's permits taking months and months to be processed because they hate us. And once you realize that they hate us, it all makes sense. Absolutely. They do not want us to have guns to protect ourselves. They want our streets to be awash in blood. They want people fighting. They want criminals running amok. They want you to feel unsafe in the subway when your kids are going to college, when you're going grocery shopping. Why do they want us to feel unsafe? So that we need them for protection. This is what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. They do not want us to be able to protect ourselves. We're from the government. We're here to help you. Trust us. We will take care of everything. This is what it boils down to. The hubris is unfathomable today. I can't believe what we're dealing with. Sandy, there... Not an hour goes by where I don't read a correspondence or a court transcript or a denial or a letter from a public servant. I can't believe what they think they can continue to do with yeah. us. Yeah, they just they because it's a hundred years, right, Aunt, of them yes. getting their own way and us allowing it. Us incrementally. What do you talk about? Slicing the bologna, yep, right, exactly Sandy? Exactly right. One slice Us at a allowing time. allowing it. Little at a time, they've taken our rights away. And now, all of a sudden, Thomas writes the majority opinion. This Bruin decision comes out. They laughed it off at first. And then when people started submitting applications, they were like, oh, shit, this is real. Yeah. These people are going to carry guns. Right. We can't have them protect themselves. Yeah. God forbid someone pulls a gun out while someone's being raped or murdered and uses it in self-defense. We can't have that. We need the third tier to continue to be raped and murdered so that they need us to protect them. This is how the symbiotic relationship works here. While we continue to cultivate the second tier, which is the illegals and the criminals, because we need a two-tiered system for this whole globalism, new world order, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. for it to work, you need two tiers. We are in the way, us and our taxes and our overburdening taxes, overtaxed and underrepresented. That's what it boils down to. Listen, there's anomalies. There's a few judges and a few cops and police departments and clerks out there that are working with us. And I'm going to go over county by county in a few minutes. But for the majority, they can't stand us, Sandy. It is killing them that we're getting a permit to carry. The the ones that are cooperating let's say and i'm using air quotes there um some of them are are quite a surprise and the ones that aren't cooperating some of those are quite a surprise yeah they listen it's four months now since the bruin ruling you can't feign ignorance anymore yeah exactly you can't say i'm not processing it because we don't know we don't have a procedure there's a process we're waiting we're doing that's bullshit now right now it's just outright civil rights violations yeah 
That's what it boils down to now. We're at month four now. It is civil rights violations. And it's also scare tactics. Let's have a couple of high-profile people. Let's deny Mm -hmm. them. Let's seize their guns. Oh, good. Now maybe 80% of people won't submit their carry permit because they're afraid of the illegal ramifications because now you have to pay a a lawyer 10 grand and you have to appeal it in an appellate court, which can take a year or two. In the meantime, you're going to lose your guns. You're going to lose your FID card, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is what they want. This is the whole scheme now. You know, you got guys like uh, Dan Schmutter, Scott Bach, Evan Knappen, and all the other 2A lawyers are working overtime to get this fixed behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. And then you have like uh, Jay Factor, who's writing all of these letters to send to clerks and police chiefs and police departments and judges, informing them that they're violating, they're being derelict in their duties. And we should start to see some fruit bearing on that as well. But it's amazing that we have to send letters to judges and public servants that, listen, this is your job. Right. Well, I'm a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, and this is your job. My job. What is my job? My job is I have to go to work every day. I have to put my head down, keep my mouth shut, and pay an over some overly overly burdensome tax base. Right? If I get a ticket, if I don't pay it in 30 days, we pull your license. If you don't pay it in 60 days, we come and arrest you. Yeah, right? On right. and on and on and on. We, the, we we're screwed. We're up against the wall. We have to do what we're told, or we're screwed. Them. Eh. It's just a suggestion, the law. It's just a (laughs) suggestion. Exactly. And we're going to interpret it any way we want, like Loretta Weinberg said. And then we'll let the court sort it out. You know why? Because we're the government. We have the resources. We will wear you down till you are dead. Yep. And then we will win. We will win the long game. That's what they do to us. That has always been their modus of operandi. That has always been it. Loretta Weinberg put it absolutely perfectly when she said, we make the laws, let the courts fight it out. 100%. Let the courts decide if it's unconstitutional or not. But now we just bought ourselves another three years. And if you don't have a state organization or a national organization that's going to fund that lawsuit, guess what? You lost by default. Right. Because... Might makes right. We have the money and we have the government, so we can do whatever you want. It's amazing how it's gone the complete opposite of what the founders of this great experiment thought it would be. And they feared that this would happen. They feared, excuse me, they feared that this would happen. And guess what? It's happened and it's here. And we are so screwed, man. I'll tell you what. But you see people mobilizing and becoming energized now many new faces in the 2a community right many many new faces in the 2a community which is really really good but again you really have to have your finger on the pulse you got to belong to the 2a organizations you've got to support the 2a organizations uh, you know everybody listening to gun for hire knows this already but i posted on the uh gun forums the other day that if you listen to Gun for Hire Radio, about 90% of your questions would be answered. You'd know who to support. You'd know where to go. Yeah. You'd know what to do. And you'd know what's going on. Right. And, you know, knowledge is power. And, and the left, they don't want us to have any power. That's why they control the media. They don't want us to have any knowledge. They don't want us to have any power. They just want to keep their foot on our throat. Keep their foot on our throat. That's exactly what they're looking to do. And it's, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's horrible. And the, the horror stories I can share, some of them are exaggerated that you read online, but for the most part, a lot of horror stories. And let's just talk a little bit. Nick Wong, who uh, is a CNJFO board member, volunteer, he'll be here this Thursday for the uh, diversity shoot with Tony Simon. He always is. He always brings me a cigar. Nick, don't bring me a cigar this week. I'm going to be in Florida, but I love you. Uh, he's been updating this map, uh, and this goes back. Uh, it's a little, it's a little old. It's about a week old, but I have some updates on it. But let's give you some idea of what's going on in New Jersey. So after four months, Atlant- Atlantic County just started trickling out some permits. Jeez, it's about okay. time. Yes, Bergen County issuing permits, but we've just discussed in detail the pitfalls of Bergen County. Yeah. Uh, if you're going through before Judge Caslow, if you have a spec on your record, there could be a major problem. Burlington County is issuing permits un- unrestricted. Uh, Camden County is issuing permits. Cape May County has not issued any permits yet. 
Okay, four months. I guess they're waiting for more guidelines or something, right? Cumberland County is issuing permits, which is good. Essex County, no permits yet. Two judges, two clerks assigned two and a half weeks ago. Still not one permit issued. Essex County is definitely um, in uncharted territory because they're used to uh, discriminating against security guards who tend to be minorities and make them wait years and years and months and months for their permits. Uh, there's a lot of people with money in Essex County who've qualified at my range, a lot of lawyers and big hitters and a lot of uh, people, uh, big donors that donate to the Democratic Party in Essex County, you know, for their businesses or whatever else. And the majority of them are extremely pissed off that there's been no movement on the issuing of their carry permits here. So I think it's a good thing. Maybe we'll get a couple of heavy hitters with some dough and maybe they can, uh, you know, get this opened up. Yeah. Uh, Gloucester County is issuing by permit only. That's where Mark Cheeseman got his uh, issuing by appointment only. And they're only scheduling so many appointments uh, at a time. So, you know, again, as long as they can stretch it out. Hudson County is uh, issuing permits, but they're also really slow. The judge is only seeing a few people um, at a time. Hunterton County is issuing permits. They're wide open. Mercer County, believe it or not, Mercer County just started issuing permits this week. I've received some emails from some people, like permit number one and permit number seven, they're numbered, have told me that they've, uh, they've gotten their permits already. Middlesex County is uh, not issuing yet, and uh, we're still having problems there. They're, again, they're, I think they're waiting for <laughs> direction. Monmouth County is issuing, they issued that one with the special restrictions, and but they are issuing some permits. They're starting to uh, trickle down. Of course, they're blaming judge shortages and everything else there. I heard uh, Ocean County got, uh, oh, oh, sorry, Mars County has been uh, issuing uh, unrestricted, just listing the guns you're going to carry. Ocean County, we just heard that they got rid of the gun judge and they issued a new gun judge because nothing was uh, being processed there. Passaic County, Judge uh, Capicella has been issuing permits uh, flawlessly, by the way. Uh, he's requiring you show up into court. Salem County has been issuing uh, permits, no problem. Somerset County uh, has, uh, let me find Somerset. Somerset County has not issued permits yet. I heard there was one or two permits issued, but I haven't confirmed any yet. Sussex County last week finally started mailing the permits uh, to the police departments. Uh, that were approved by the judge. Union County is issuing permits, and uh, Warren County is also issuing permits. So, so we still have Essex County, Somerset County, Middlesex County, and Cape May. No permits issued yet, to my knowledge. If anybody has any knowledge of that firsthand, please email Anthony at Gun for Hire or send me a message because we're tracking it. Obviously, Strike Force Dan uh, Schmutter is tracking it. Very, very closely, but it's this, this, this never-ending battle, right? It's, it's this never-ending yeah. battle for us. And meanwhile, you know, instead of focusing on uh, our permits and stuff, which they, they hate us, you know, the 19th person was shot and killed in Patterson last week. Uh, Great. You know, so maybe, maybe we should have more resources on the streets there and, and worrying about that rather than law-abiding citizens going through this tedious you know, illegal, unconstitutional process to beg for permission to exercise our God-given right and then have every roadblock known to man or woman put up in front of us. By the way, East Orange and Essex County, she is still not accepting applications for carry permit. She is still telling uh, applicants that she's waiting for directives from the AG and the state police. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? That's just isn't ridiculous. That so some of you out there think you got it bad because you had to wait 70 days or 80 days or 95 days before your permit got issued. You don't have it bad. Okay? You do not have it bad. Believe me, there's worse out there. Excuse me. I needed to wet my whistle. <laughs> so we had some good news out of the first uh, circuit two days ago. If you haven't heard, uh, there was a challenge to New York's sensitive places scheme, Sandy? Yeah. Uh, and it went to the, uh, it, an injunction was actually granted. And this is one thing, uh, the, here's one that the judge wrote. Simply stated, instead of moving toward becoming a shell-issued jurisdiction, New York State has further entrenched itself 
as a shall not issue jurisdiction, Judge Sidibe wrote in his 53-page order referring to concealed carry permits. And by doing so, it has further reduced a first-class constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense and turning it into a mere request to exercise your First Amendment rights. The judge was a Trump appointee, by the way. Uh, uh, and Hochschul is freaking out because she's like, I can't believe a judge is taking away my right to decide how people can protect themselves. So it's her right <laughs> to decide how we get to protect ourselves. Unbelievable. That's the hubris that we deal with yeah. here. You little people can protect yourself when we tell you. That's and we'll right. tell you the way you can protect yourself. That's right. That's what we come down with. So he wrote a 53-page brief, and he removed a lot. But he didn't remove the, um, unfortunately for us, he didn't remove the uh, houses of worship, which I thought was, was weird because the, we have an Orthodox Jewish group in Muncie, New York, that is challenging that as well. And I can't understand how a judge could say that because why couldn't a, why couldn't a, um, a synagogue or a mosque or a church, why couldn't they say uh, we can allow people to carry here? I don't, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? It's private uh, property. Correct, correct. And uh, so that's the only thing. So there's a lot of uh, there's a a lot of mixed messages by this judge here. So let me let me go over some of it. Um, okay, let me see because this is going to have ramifications for us in New Jersey. Because if you haven't listened to Gun for Hire radio before, the Assembly and the Senate both have uh, bills right now in New Jersey uh, with very limited verbiage where they're going to come up with a sensitive places bill. And Murphy said he was going to copy New York's, which now New York's, a chunk of it just got knocked down by this judge, which obviously New York is going to appeal it because they're going to wear us down until we're all dead, right? But, um, you know, this is what Murphy wants. He doesn't want us to have the... Uh, the the uh, ways to protect ourselves so they make everything a restricted area. So this is some of the stuff the judge wrote. Uh, in his decision, Sotheby said, based on the historical analogs located thus far, it does not appear permissible for New York State to restrict concealed carry in Times Square. <laughs> Granted, one might argue that historical statutes banning the carrying of guns in fairs or markets are an, are an analogous to this pro prohibition, he wrote. However, thus far, only two such statutes have been located. Sotheby also said that those laws appear to invoke carrying a gun offensively and to depend on, listen, depend on royal reign. <laughs> okay, it, is that perfect? It's so he perfect. had to go that far back. One of the statutes was claiming royal reign. Okay, and that's what Hochschul and Murphy want. They want their royalty. Yep, they're royalty. Okay, they do not consider themselves elected officials representing the people. They consider themselves royalty. Okay, and he wrote the two statutes do not make a tradition. In addition to Times Square, the judge also ruled that it's impermissible for New York State to restrict concealed carry in 10 other purported sensitive locations. Hold on. Just a burp here. They include health care facilities, libraries, playgrounds, parks, zoos, child care centers, summer camps, and homeless set, uh, shelters. He goes, setting aside the lack of historical analogs supporting these particular provisions in the court's view, the common thread tying them together is the fact that they all regard locations where, number one, people typically congregate or visit, and number two, law enforcement or other security professionals are presumably <laughs> readily available, Sotheby wrote. That was New York was saying, we have law enforcement and we have security professionals there So in Times Square, so you can't carry. He goes, this is precisely the definition of sensitive locations that the Supreme Court considered and rejected. OK, I don't understand why he allowed them to still restrict polling places, special events in public places, houses of worships. OK, schools, I understand. Protest rallies, I don't understand because the left comes and they throw urine and acid in your face. But anyway, suddenly also temporarily ruled against the enforcement of measures requiring carrying permit applications to give authorities a list of all their current and formal social media accounts for the past three years. He says that's unconstitutional. OK, and the applicants don't have to meet for in-person 
interviews. This is everything Murphy wants in his bills to, to become law. So they can have our social media password. They can go back three years and that they can uh, come and interview us in our house. And he wrote, he wrote, reviewing their applications and barred a requirement that they have to prove themselves to be of good moral character. If you meet the criteria to own a gun in New York or New Jersey, what else do you have to do to meet the criteria that you're of good moral character? Right, exactly. Because them, the first tier, only consider themselves of, of good moral character. And most of them are pedos and sex deviates anyway. Yeah, we know much, that. Yes, pretty much. Okay. Sotheby's ruling came in response to a pending suit filed by six plaintiffs who alleged that the law violates the rights under the Second and Fourteenth Amendment by giving authorities the discretion to deny carry permits to law-abiding citizens on grounds that they don't have a special need to defend themselves. Remember, Bruin took the special need out and Hochschul put it back in. Yeah. Okay. Letitia James had an apoplectic shock, and Hawks says, This is unbelievable. Okay. She can't understand this. You know, she goes, uh, uh, she goes, while this decision leaves aspects of the laws in place, it is deeply disappointing that the judge wants to limit my ability to keep New Yorkers safe and prevent more senseless gun violence. Ugh, you skank. Anyway, ugh, ugh. It's her job to keep us safe. Yeah. She has a state police detail, about 30 troopers that protect her 24-7. <laughs> exactly. It's her job to keep us safe. She could give a shit about us. Right. Just like Murphy could give a shit about us. Okay? President Pudding Pop was in Middletown the other day. They flew his ass in for a large secretive fundraiser at Murphy's house. Imagine being at that thing. Why? Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen was there, Who too. Who the hell would want Joe Biden to represent you, especially with the stink that's on him right now? That's what he said while he was there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who cares? Oh, See, little- they used to carry, like Trump had a, a, a group of people who used to carry the football, you know, the nuclear football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden yeah. got the pudding pops and the diapers. Depends. It depends, yes. yeah. So, so listen to this. You know, I have a lot of patience. I try. The minute the judge came down with his ruling, Sudaby on this, I got an email. And, you know, it's amazing. They don't teach civics anymore. I got an email, and the person said, look at this. Where's our sensitive places lawsuit? Exclamation points, exclamation points, exclamation points. So my reply back was I sent them the YouTube video of how a bill becomes a law. (laughs) The the child one? Yes, the child one with the bill walking around. (laughs) So here's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) We have two bills, one in the Assembly and one in the Senate right now. Who do we sue? Yeah. Who do we sue? Yeah. When both bills go through the, the the committees and then go through the full House and full Senate, and then they get put together, and then they go for a full vote, and then they go to the governor's office. And when the governor signs the bill to become a law, then we need plaintiffs who can prove that that law infringes on their constitutional right. And then we file a lawsuit. So we're about 35 steps behind before we can file a, a proper lawsuit right now. So angry as you are, I know because the NRA and the NGRPC and nobody's doing anything for New Jersey. I, I fully understand that. I fully get it. We try, and I apologize that we don't do anything for all of you. I want you to know that as soon as the bill is signed into law, we will be filing a lawsuit and filing for an injunction immediately. So that's civics but 101. But we can't until then. We can't until then. So you can continue to send me angry emails and, you know, I will respond. So uh, but anyway, so the Orthodox Jews are filed a separate lawsuit now about the sensitive places, which is really good because this judge excluded sensitive places. So this could be another slapdown, which I just don't understand how we can exclude uh, houses of worship as sensitive places. It's such a soft target. Yeah, I just I just don't get this judged, you know, uh, Anyway, Apparently, uh, they don't Tom, read history or, or, or read uh, anything to do with uh, how uh, active shooters work. Correct. Correct. I guess. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's really good to hear uh, that we got that ruling because Thomas wrote the Bruin decision so solid. It's going to be very hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's going to be activist judge. We're going to get unfavorable judges. Uh, that are going to come out, but it's not going to be as bad as we think it is. I believe. I believe that the way Thomas wrote this, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty good for us. 
Uh, New York got knocked down on another one, too, Sandy, on their red flag law, their extreme risk protection order. Oh, good. Uh, a bunch of, a, a panel a panel of judges said that um, it's uh, it's something that was used 875 times in 2009 since its inception in 2019 in New York. And uh, what they're finding is it th- that you can't do it because it, it it bypasses constitutional protections. How long have we been saying that? Oh, that red flag laws and laws violate uh, your second by uh, violate your constitutional rights. Right. You have no due process. No, not at all. So we're finding judges are finding that, too. And uh, there's about four cases in three uh uh, federal districts that are making their way to the Supreme Court. So I would imagine that n- none were picked up this year, by the way. So I would imagine next year we're probably going to see the Supremes uh, hearing uh, a TERPO, you know, a temporary emergency protecting order or, or ERPO or a red flag law, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, as Box said for years, we've had in place already. You call 911 and the police come and you do not lose your Second Amendment rights. And, uh, you know, uh, by following that path. So this red flags are really bothering me. And it's been confirmed. I want to go full circle now in Bergen County. If you apply for your carry permit and you get uh, called before Judge Kaslow, there's about a 99.9% chance you're going to be denied. And if you are denied, it was confirmed this week, within 45 days, the Bergen County prosecutor and assistant prosecutor are coming to take your guns and your FID card with that the 45-day period that the prosecutor has. And the judge presiding over that is also Judge Caslow. So nice. uh, if you or any of your loved ones have any dirt, I would not apply in Bergen County. And please, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because they're using that. And, you know, if they want, they could red flag you, too, now for for no reason. Because really, what do they need a reason to red flag you? Right. Right. They can just do whatever they want want. to do with you. Exactly. So what is this I have here? Oh, okay. Now, I wanted to talk about weed and guns. Everybody keeps asking me this. Uh, If you have a carry permit, you can't have a medical marijuana card. You can't have a recreational marijuana card. Right. If you possess guns, you can't have a recreational or a medicinal marijuana card for any of you new listeners. Okay, The Form 4473 makes it clear. Even though it's legal in the state you reside in, it is federally banned. So you cannot have it. Okay, I just Somebody must be new to the show, and they sent me a message on one of the social media things, and they said, could you cover marijuana and guns and carry permits? So... You can't do it. I, uh, so if you have post-traumatic stress disorder or any ailments and you're uh, taking medicinal marijuana or if you're taking recreational marijuana, it is, in fact, a uh, felony. Uh, Knappen says you can bang or bong. You, you can't do both. Now, I have people contacting me. It's been 61 days. I don't. Where's my status of my thing? The police department said they gave it to the courts. A good indicator is has your money order been cashed? If you bought a proper money order, it comes with tracking, just like a check. Yeah. And you yep. can go online and check your money order, okay? Uh, someone called me up the other day. They threw their receipt out for the money order. <laughs> when you submit your carry permit in the state of New Jersey, you should have a folder with a fourth copy of everything that had to be done. Yep. We've had people, they, the towns lost their stuff, and then yep. they accepted a copy. Or allegedly so you have lost to give their three, stuff. Yes, allegedly. You have to give three applications, make a fourth one, make a second mental health, make a second qualification, make a second affidavit of the guns that you own, make second copies of your pink receipts if you bought guns years ago before we had the online FAR system, and keep a, keep a copy of your money order receipt, and inside your folder, on the inside cover of your folder, how about writing a timeline? Yeah. Submit it 10-1. Prints 10-7. Here's my prints receipt. Blah, 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 blah. And track it and follow it from there so you'll have more information. I'm going to go over some later. People have sent me quite detailed stuff, which is great. But, you know, when you're reaching out to me and you want to know the status of your stuff and you don't have your, you know, your money order tracking, because that's a great indication that it's with the courts now. Uh, because people aren't getting the answers they want. Yeah, well, we, we I don't know if we sent them. We have a lot of them here. Have a nice day. Call again Tuesday between 9 and 1 or whatever. Uh, the, the grandstanding and the stonewalling that so many 
of Gun for Hire radio uh, listeners have been getting, Sandy, is quite disheartening. You know, I'm home and I'm reading email. My wife's like, what's up? I'm like, I can't believe people are getting treated this way. You know, and, and, and just it, the mask is off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, completely We said it was going to come off. Right. Yeah. The, the mask is completely off now. Yep. The, 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 the hate for us. Uh, wow. I mean, holy shit. I just, I just can't believe we've gotten to this point. Just the, the way they really can't stand us. They've always played along, you know, for the most part. But now it's just right out there. It's like, you know, listen, just pay your taxes and shut up. Like we don't come here, uh, you know, don't come here and ask us to do our job because we're not going to do our job. And if you don't like it, tough shit. Hire a lawyer and sue us. I'm protected by my union and I'm protected by my job. And and our prosecutor will uh, will take the case and it doesn't cost me anything legally. So no skin off my ass. So keep doing what you're doing. You know, garbage. That's like what it comes down to. And uh, it's really disheartening. I just can't believe that the, the level um, that we're at. And, uh, again, pissing me off. So, anyway, uh, this is a funny one uh, that we got and that was sent in from somebody. <laughs> the uh, Warren County, this is a good one. City, citing complaints from residents awaiting final disposition of their firearm carry applications Warren County, New Jersey officials penned a letter to the administrative office of the courts on Tuesday seeking answers. New Jersey gun purchases surged after the landmark Bruin case and permits are coming through and nothing's been moving through Warren County. So believe it or not, the commissioners sent a letter to the judge and basically said, when are you going to start doing your job? Right. Uh, now, commissioners used to be freeloaders, I mean freeholders before that. <laughs> yeah. But they wrote to Judge Grant, Dear Judge Grant, the Warren County Board of, County, uh, Board of County Commissioners has received numerous complaints from county residents pertaining to their firearm carry applications. The common theme of these complaints is that the applicants for these permits are stalled at the Superior Court for final disposition by the judge. On June 23rd, A.G. Plantkin issued directive blah, 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 and this directive outlined initial responsibilities of reviewing public carry applications to law enforcement agencies before delegating the ultimate decision to the New Jersey Superior Court. The Board of Commissioners can appreciate the volume of applications the court must process after the ruling. However, the biggest concern is the lack of information being provided to the residents by the courts regarding the the status of these applications. Residents have informed this board that they have been refused timelines and our statuses for over 30 days. If there is anything the County of Warren can do to assist in this matter, assist in this matter, please let us know. Otherwise, the County respectfully asks that our shared constituents be provided timely information and rulings for their request. Bravo, Warren County uh, Board of Commissioners. Bravo. So that's the first I've seen in 21 counties where somebody set forth and told the judges how about some answers you know you think all of those clerks working in the judges chambers upstairs they're all breaking their asses right now the 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 (laughs) folders are piling up and they're laughing it's just like when you call the police department it's like yeah 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 it goes in a voicemail yeah we'll get to it when we get to it you know when i come back from vacation next june i plan on checking all of those voicemails yeah, that's right, right. that's exactly that's that's what it boils down to. Okay, this is what it boils down to. They really could give a shit. Uh, please keep sending your information to strikeforce at anjrpc.org. I know you don't think if Dan doesn't respond in 15 seconds, nothing's being done because you're frustrated. I can tell you right now, a lot is being done. A lot is continued to be done, but Dan is fighting a lot of fires, and your email might be the 65th email uh, that they've received with the same complaint from the same judge or the same county. So don't sweat it. They Eventually, they'll acknowledge that they got it, but the thing you have to always remember is that uh, we're working on it. All the counties are being worked on all right of all 21 counties we know who's good we know what's bad we know who's asking for extra paperwork and everything at this point if anything new comes up or any changes please send it to strike force you're not being a pain in the ass okay please send it we need it ladies and gentlemen but if anything new comes up we really need that too That'd be a good are we time ready to, for housekeeping uh, yes well, i was going to just suggest that good because i'm parched you're parched <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm parched. Oh, Take a swig okay. of something and let's do some housekeeping. I'm ready. I'm swig. I'm taking a swig of anger. A swig of anger. Yes, <laughs> that's just Marty's. What you <laughs> Marty's V Burger. Marty's V Burger dot com. Twenty percent off if you mention Gun for Hire. You can also pick up in New Jersey at Freakin' Vegans on Freakin' Fridays in Prospect Park. If you live in New York and you own a gun, you have a knife, or you need self protection. N Y T A C. D-E-F-E-N-S-E, nytacdefense.com. Peter Tillum for $35 a month. Mention Gun for Hire and receive a 10% discount every month. If you're in New Jersey, U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com. Let me tell you something right now. It's very important. There's an event this Friday at the Clifton Masonic Temple from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. Seats 150 people. As of yesterday, we had 110 people signed up for it. If you use uh, code GUN FOR HIRE, one word, you get 10% off your membership at U.S. Law Shield. Don't forget John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms, by John Petrolino, Amazon, and GUN FOR HIRE. The Quarantine Crawl. Support those who support you. Over 360 pro 2A businesses, products, and services. Not a day goes by. I don't get a request. Somebody's looking for a 2A doctor, like psychiatrist or something, because they're having gun permit or carry permit issues, because maybe they had a little issue when they were 17 years old and their girlfriend broke up with them or whatever. They're listed on the crawl. Stop emailing me. QuarantineCrawl.com. My doctor, Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Dr. Joe Sambatero, for a few hundred dollars a month, Concierge Medicine. He's a phone call or text away. No more than 250 patients, makes house calls, comes to your job, does your physical, blood work, emails it or text it to you, prescriptions and everything. Listen, don't go someplace where you got to wait six months for an appointment. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. For more info, visit lakeis.org. If you're in Scotch Plains or in the area, Zen Float Center, Sharon Decker, zenfloatcenter.com. You're going to do guiding reins later. Uh, you're running out of time to attend the D.C. Project, uh, Women for Gun, Rate, Gun Rights, New Jersey fundraiser. You can go to dcproject.info or you can go to the CNJFO site to check it out. That's going to be next week. Sadly, I will be in Florida surveying the damage from uh, Hurricane Ian. Uh, we don't know what uh, gender Ian identifies as, so I'm going to be down there researching <laughs> the storm's gender. To see what profile, what profiles, I, I need, what pronouns. I need to see the, yes. yes. Uh, and don't forget to celebrate Gun for Hire's 30 years in the business. We're having a massive 30-day giveaway. We started October 1st. If you purchase anything from the gun store, uh, every transaction over $50, you'll earn one ticket. That ticket goes in the bin, and we're giving away a bunch of guns. We gave away two handguns already. We're giving away three or four more handguns. The handgun we give away on Halloween is a Colt Python. There's gifts in between, by the way. And uh, uh, what else are we giving away? Oh, the employees, I'm giving it a, a gun away. One lucky Gun for Hire employee is going to be winning a firearm. We're hiring a Gun for Hire. We're looking for RSOs. We're looking for retail. We're looking for gun uh, gun store help we're looking for concierge help and we're looking for a bookkeeper if you know anybody info at gunforhire.com if you social media message me your resume i will delete it <laughs> info at gunforhire.com or anthony at gunforhire.com because to work here the first rule is you have to follow directions <laughs> if that makes it easy enough i had somebody send me 11 page uh resume through social media now, what am I doing with it? It's yeah, on my phone. Exactly right. <laughs> what am I doing with it? I deleted it. So thank you for sending me that so I can delete it. Um, okay, let's talk a lot of letters from people, and then we're going to get into safety. Uh, Bergen County, this guy, I, I referred this guy um, to an attorney, and he pulled his permit in Bergen County because he was having trouble. We're learning from this right now. This one is from Michael M. Wanted to say thank you. I went through my qualifications at Gun for Hire and worked the process through my town in Parsippany, Morris County. 
while I started as a number one in the town queue for a time, I was approved at number seven in the town as they misspelled my name. We're getting so much of this where they're misspelling people's names. Do your job. Yeah. All told, it was six weeks from start to finish. As a member of ANGRPC, gun for hire, and supporter of CNJFL, we need to push now more than ever. Here, here, Michael. When the legal dust settles, we need to ensure our children and grandchildren understand and experience their full Second Amendment rights. Thanks again, and God bless. P.S. It's Taylor Ham all the way. All right, you're still allowed in the range. You're not banned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good one. Uh, approved with no restrictions. Uh, this is from Kim. First, you are still awesome. Thank you. So sad you are more than two hours for me, but I will be taking a trip uh, for you to sign my book. I will bring some pork roll if needed. It's Tillham, Kim. Your book gives me a lot of info. I loved it. Bought it for my daughter's uh, 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 Millville City. Has been doing uh, nothing but awesome. Dropped off August 12th. Sent to court August 30th. Court today, October 3rd. The judge not, does not require a person in person. He asks your name, age, occupation, and make sure nothing has changed from your initial application carry. And I attached the court order. I saw it. So she was approved with no restrictions. Here, here, Kim. Taylor Ham, Kim. Thank you. <laughs> I just received a call from the Mount Olive Police Department that my carry permit is ready to be picked up. It's been 11 weeks of anticipation that has finally arrived. Thank you for being the tip of the spear for all you've done to help fight for we the people and for the education and provide uh, to everyone through your uh, radio show. While I live minutes from another range, when I, it came time to qualify, I knew I had to go to the source in Woodland Park for the security of knowing that I did it right. Again, thank you, Anthony, Scott Bach, and Dan Schmutter. Thank you, CNJFO, and thank you every active 2A advocate in New Jersey for the fight that you've all helped in. Will from Flanders, New Jersey. Will, Will, here, here. Thank you very much. Will, you're from Flanders, so it's Taylor Ham as well. I'm just assuming that, and I added that in there. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that. I added it in. You remember John Ray, John Gilliard? He was on the uh, lawsuit back yes. in the day with Mark Cheeseman, and yes. he's been around a long time. All right, he wrote, Ant, info for you. It's John Ray Gilliard. You know the other guy who's been with Mark with the help of Jay since 2017. I keep my uh, last name hidden. Well, no more. Uh, he, goes, uh, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, as you know, I was side-by-side side with Mark all the way to the Supreme Court. However, I decided to step back to let Mark take the reins with the remaining funds from our GoFundMe because it was not enough to support both of our cases. I'm very thankful for your help in the fight with Mark and Jay and Rosie, etc. Most people forget my part in this fight. I never forget you. You've been on the radio show. You've come up here and everything. He's trying to live a normal life with four kids. So anyway, he started. He turned this package in July 11th without prints, and he got his permit here, here on September 1st. Okay, he's a, a, a technically the first one in his town and the 15th in his county to get his permit. Same county as Mark. A total of 52 days. He goes, I understand in this process I'm lucky. I'm a lucky one compared to others. But then again, it took over five years in the total process. And I actually had the, what, what, the, what most people would recognize as justifiable need. Yes, he did have justifiable need. But I'm very happy and grateful for all the assistance I've had and support and help and prayers that I had in this process. So a big thanks to you, Mark, Jay, Rosie, and everybody else. We, we love you, man. Thank you so much. You did a really, really good job, and I'm so glad you got it. This one's good because i got to read the last sentence. It's great. Hi, Anthony. Here's my timeline for my permit. Dropped off the Glen Ridge Police Station, uh, Essex County. Got notified my, uh, that was July 12th, July 25th. Notified my application was signed to the chief and sent to the police department. On 8-2, he got a voicemail from the court that my application was missing something. Of course, he took care of it. He has no updates since then. So, uh, it's Minai, M-I-N-A-I, M-I-N-H-A-I, Minai, uh, Essex County, like I said earlier in the show, they haven't done anything yet. But after his signature in his email, he wrote, Intelligence doesn't stand a chance against natural stupidity. Yes. yes. Is that true or what? That's right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah, isn't that great? Hold on one second. Sorry. Okay. Sorry about that. A key doesn't stand a chance against natural uh, stupidity. I agree so much. So, Manesh, uh, we're hoping, Manai, we're hoping that the police, the uh, Essex County judges start to issue 
soon. We don't know. But Somerset County, uh, Franklin Township, Somerset County, completed my application at Gun for Hire on August 22nd. And let's see if he got anything. This is C.J. DeFilippo. Uh, still nothing. No permit yet. See what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? Count your blessings if you got yours already. Most of the people are really not getting a Mercer County, like I said. Joe P. sent me an email. Mercer County is starting to issue permits slowly. They're trickling them through. They are getting a lot of pressure. You know, we talk about unity and activism. Here's what you should do. Um, see what they did up in... Uh, in that one county, let's uh, let's all contact our elected officials. How long have I been saying this, Sandy? Call Forever. your mayor. Call all of your council members. Call all of your freeholders. Call them and email them and go to meetings. And have J, J Factor's paperwork. Have uh, AG Plantkin's directive from June 23rd with you. Have your timeline with you. And say to your freeholders and, all your, and your mayor and your town and all your elected uh, representatives and say... Listen, look what's going on here. The law says this. It's now 95 days, 122 days, or whatever it is. What is going on? Okay? <laughs> what is going on? And, uh, you know, you represent me. You represent me. Our, our buddy, Gun for Hire member, Fred Kuhn, who drives up here, two-hour drive, he gets his carry permit after, like, 90 days. They spelt his name wrong. <sighs> they spelt his name wrong. Uh, Isn't that wonderful? It's just great. Yeah, because nobody pays attention. Because, again, we're third tier. Nobody really gives a shit about us, right? They don't want you to have it to begin with. They don't want us to have it to begin with, so nobody really cares about it. So let's talk now. I want to do a little learning. Okay, some people have uh, sent in uh, some requests. Now, remember, a gun is not a cure-all for everything, right? That's it's not right. a cure-all for everything. What about less than lethal? If you read my book... There's escalation of force, and there's less than lethal stuff. So a vagabond coming up into you in the street and trying to clean your windshield while you're at a traffic light is not does not justify lethal. using yes. deadly force. <laughs> right. So the first tool in your arsenal is what? Your brain. Right? Reading my book, that right. would be your first tool. Uh, and that's definitely uh, the first thing you want is you have to take it down. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's very, very important. Uh, and uh, so you have to take it down, and uh, you have to really focus on your, your brain, where I'm going to go. All right, I'm carrying a gun now. Should I be going to that bar where I usually have a couple of drinks and where there's usually a fight sometimes? Hmm, yeah. probably not a good place right. to go, okay? I used to say for years when I had a carry permit, I was safer because I would think about where I'm going and what I'm doing, where a lot of times I would walk into danger when I didn't have my carry permit. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Y you know, so yeah. it, it's weird how it works. Yeah. But there's other less than lethal. So besides your brain, you can carry a taser in New Jersey, a stun gun. You can carry a knife. You can carry a 10,000 lumen flashlight in your support hand pocket. Okay, Garden State Carry sent me uh, this on, uh, on Instagram. He wanted me, or he or she, they wanted me to discuss uh, this. But there is less than lethal, and there's escalation of force, obviously. I give the story in my book where I blinded somebody with a, with a flashlight, you know. And I, my, my wife and I at the time managed to, to get away. So uh, there's other things you can do. Again, you can have a knife and you can have a, a taser or a small stun gun. So think about that. Think about your actions. Make sure you have Newton NYTAC defense or you have U.S. law shield. Very, very important. Now, another one was how about carrying in a car? <laughs> All right. So there's options. Let's talk about holsters, right? Carrying in a car. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what an SOB holster is, that's a small of the back holster. It sits right in the small of your back. This is a great holster if you're on a protection detail, let's say, uh, and your back is to the wall and nobody can outflank you and take your gun from you. Yeah. But try sitting in a car with an SOB holster. Yeah, right. Especially for some of you guys out there that qualify with a Glock 19 at my range. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay? exactly right. If you want to feel what that's like, go get a brick from your garden <laughs> and put it between your belt and your underwear. <laughs> And then go sit in your car. Drive for about 100 miles. <laughs> and let me know what you think. <laughs> so then we have a strong side holster. So strong side. So if you're right-handed, the strong side holster in a car is a pain in the ass because the console is in your way and the seatbelt is in your way. A strong side holster, if you're lefty in a car, is a positive way to carry a gun. Yeah. Less chance of sweeping your femoral arteries, and you can come right up 
and when you draw. So if you're a lefty, a strong side holster is a good holster for you. The next one is there's people like Rob Bermudez and stuff. They swear by appendix carry. I'm six foot one and two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, try to get that thing out. When I you're sitting can't. Down. Not even how to try to sit with it. <laughs> yes, I do not like where the muzzle is pointing. Yeah, yeah, it has its disadvantages there. Yes. <laughs> so there's another way to carry in a car uh, that is quite a good way to carry. A lot of people on protection details carry cross draw. If you're yeah. the driver for a yeah. high-profile person, a cross-draw holster. Now, again, cross-draw if you're righty. Yeah. If you're lefty, if you're lefty you no. want a strong yeah. side, right? Right, right? So a cross-draw holster is definitely a good option in a car. Now, when you're out and about, is it a good option for carrying? A cross-draw holster is not for everybody. There's an ankle holster. All right, some people can reach down and get it. I'm still a little bit of a fat bastard. I got fake hip, fake knee, all kinds of back <laughs> surgeries and everything. By the time I get to the ankle holster, I'm dead. Yeah. Okay, so it's not for me. If I was 26 years old and very healthy and very athletic, I would definitely think about an ankle holster. Okay, something uh, that, you can, that you can think about. Uh, a purse. Here's the problem with a purse. If you have a purse, it's off-body carry. It requires a lot of thought process. Can you, you can't leave that purse in the car when your kids are in the car. If you have a small fender bender, is your purse going to go flying forward? Or did you have the strap of the purse around the headrest on the passenger seat or in the back seat so that you can easily grab that purse? Or was the purse on the floor between your legs when you're driving in that car where you can access that off-body firearm? A lot to think about with a purse. It's the same thing. Listen, a fanny pack is a great way to carry in a car because you could have the pack facing forward and you can reach that gun. And then when you get out of the car, you can spin that fanny pack where it's on your hip, on your strong side, or you can take that fanny pack off and carry it as a crossbody. You can also have a book bag. Matt here has a book bag. We have one in the store. It looks like a MacBook book bag, like super hip New York City type of millennial thing. And it has a whole carry thing set up in it. Again, though, remember, off-body, it's a serious situation. The next way to carry would be uh, you see people with these dummy cell phone cases where they carry little 380s like Ruger LCPs yeah. uh, yeah. or something. It looks like a dummy pager case or a, a dummy phone case or you carry your abacus in it or your slide rule if you're a nerd or whatever. That's another way to carry it. And then, of course, there's also vaults. That you can carry. There's those ones that go between the console, but again, that's off body if you're carrying a gun. So, this is a great time if you're waiting 60, 80, 90 days. I talked about wearing your gun in the house. Maybe you want to take your gun and start practicing it in the car. You want to see the shit I see people writing in the forums. Like, well, I have a vault in the car, so if I have to take my kids to school, I'm going to take the gun out of my holster. I'm going to drop the mag. I'm going to rack the one slide out of the chamber, <laughs> and I'm going to lock it. Are you kidding me? When you carry a gun, the least you handle that gun, the better. Yeah, that gun should come out of the holster, <clears throat> or that gun should come out in the holster and be put in that lock box that's cabled into your car. Right. And then when you come back out of the kid's school, it comes back in, in that way. Are you kidding? Dropping the mag and racking the slide with a bullet in it? Seriously? With distractions going on? Right. Can't do it. Uh, the reason I talked about off-body was one FBI agent in the big high-profile bank shooting in 1986, and if no one's ever seen that bank shooting in 1986 in Miami, Masada Ayub writes a great thing about it. But the best-shot FBI agent, uh, when they got into the accident— his glasses got knocked off in the accident, and he couldn't see shit. Another FBI agent had his thirty-eight revolver, and he pulled it out in anticipating uh, the shootout. And when their car got rammed by the bad guys, his gun separated from him and went under the dashboard of the car, and he had no gun. So wow. a lot of things to think about. Think about all the worst-case scenarios. So if you have a gun and you, have, you don't have your carry permit yet, you can also use a red man gun, but you should practice Getting in and out of the car. You should practice getting in and out of the car with the seatbelt. You should practice taking that gun off and securing it for sensitive places before you get your carry permit and you go fully hot. Yeah, okay? perfect idea. Some of the things that you think about. Now, uh, so you want to talk about, you know, uh, somebody just quoted me uh, uh, about, I always quote General Colonel Jeff Cooper, carrying a gun should be comforting, not comfortable, and it's something that you should really think about. Uh, keeping your gun in a glove compartment, negative. Glove, com glove compartment, if it even has a lock, can be with a screwdriver or a pen. I can break into a glove compartment. Yep. Glove compartment's not to secure anything. 
All right. Uh, but there's things that you want to think about. There's a lot of downsides on removing your gun from your person when you're parked. Forget about removing your gun from your person while you're driving. So think about this. You're running late and you're dropping the kids off to school. So as you're driving in traffic, you're three blocks from the school, that's not a time to degun and lock it up so you can get out real fast and walk little Timmy to kindergarten. Right. You should wait until you're completely parked, the doors are locked, shut the ignition off, and remove that gun from your person and put it in a lockbox. You shouldn't be texting, driving, and removing the gun from your body all at the same time with your kids in the car. Yeah. Okay? It's something to think about. If you're attacked in a car, think about how you're going to draw that gun. How are you going to draw that gun? Okay? We just got one. I just got one on the uh, Mike Glasser. Just Michael Glasser just sent me this good one, Sandy. If I tell you, you're not going to believe this. A security guard at a school, he was a security guard for five years. Before that, he was a cop for uh, 20, only 28 years. Okay? <laughs> and guess what he did, Sandy? He went to poop in the school. Oh, yeah. And he probably had a hidden holster, and he went to a single men's bathroom stall. And so he took the gun out, what he probably is like a cheap, you know, collapsible holster or something. So he went to shit, and he took the gun out of the holster, and guess where he thought the best place would be to put the gun? He hung the gun from the hook with his trigger guard. Oh, that's good. Yeah, inside of the door. He hung the gun from the hook. So guess what? When he was done pooping, he grabbed the gun and he fired around into the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Oxford Community Schools in Oxford, MI. What's that? Michigan. Michigan. Sorry. I don't know my state's good. I don't know all 53 (laughs) states. I'm sorry. Yeah, hung it from yeah, the hook. Yeah. He hung it from the hook. So that's that's really good. That's that's, that's really sharp. Yeah. yeah. So there's so <laughs> many. <laughs> you know, the press is waiting. For oh, that to oh, absolutely. For one of us, yes. It, they're they're waiting yes. for this to happen. Oh, they're, they're okay. With bated breath. The the minimum amount of time you can arm and rearm in public, and the minimum amount of time you can handle that gun in public, is your security blanket. So think about this. We, we do stuff from cars here with our high-level stuff. Think about you're drawing that gun from your strong side. If you keep the muzzle pointed down, you're going to go through past both your thighs. What are in your thighs, Dr. Berardi? Uh, ephemeral artery. Femoral artery. And if you sever a femoral artery, how long do you have to live before help comes oh, to get you? F- um, you couldn't whistle Dixie twice. Two minutes, three minutes? Yeah, about that. Okay, three minutes. Okay, tops. So you got to know how to draw that gun up out of the holster, strong side, if you're right-handed. That muzzle has to come up and kind of face the dashboard, two hands joined together, and then you're getting ready to engage your target. Um, what if you go to pull it out and the seatbelt is in the way? What if you go to pull it out and you get it halfway out and then you go to re-grip the gun and your finger goes into the uh, trigger guard? Mm-hmm. Your kids are in the back seat, yep. maybe. Yep. So these are all real scenarios, too. I mean, these are things that have happened over and over again. I'm not I'm not making any of this up. I'm I'm not I'm not making any of this up. So uh, it's interesting that we have to go through these scenarios all the time. But you should see the idiot stuff that I see posted that this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it. And it it makes 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 me nervous because I know I'm going to be getting called for the interview as an NRA board member, as an NRA master training counselor, an NRA instructor. Did you think it was right what Mr. Smith did when he shot himself in the leg or he hung the gun from the hook in his kid's school while he was pooping? (laughs) That's so true. That's exactly what's going to happen. You know it. You know, but you have to practice your draw from that seated position. You have to practice taking that gun out. I'm telling you, Sandy, the little lock boxes like I have, the little TSA proof box, if you put it on a cable and you put it under your seat, you can pull it out and put it like on your console. So now you can pop your gun out of the holster, keep it loaded, don't touch it, index your finger, open that little box, lay it in there, close the box, lock it, put it back under your seat. If it doesn't hide under your seat, carry a sweatshirt or a hat or a T-shirt, put it on top of it. Go into your kid's school, do what you got to do, government building or whatever. You come back out, you're sitting in the car, you open that, you put it back in the holster, and you take the lockbox and you stick it back under your seat. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. People are like, well, I don't want to leave my gun loaded in case somebody steals it. Well, it's in the lockbox. If it gets, if the car gets stolen with the loaded gun in it, you'll address that with the police. That's why you have an FID card. 
Excuse me. That's why you have a carry permit. Guns get stolen a lot because people are idiots and crime does not go away. We all fully understand that. But I'm telling you right now, you've got to practice this over and over again. Listen, carrying in public, you know, um, Adam Lusberg said there's a difference with brandishing and pointing a gun at somebody. Okay. Uh, It is completely different because in a court of law, if you're having an argument with somebody and you kind of open your shirt and motion that you have a gun, Mm -hmm. there's a good chance you could get away with that with a good lawyer because it could be construed. Was it done on purpose? Was it done accidentally? But if you point your gun at somebody, (laughs) you better be intending to use it because you're going to be charged just as if you put that gun to their head. You can't do that. So you got to think about that. You got to think about printing. Yes, I know we're allowed open carry, but I'm already hearing stories where people are being approached by business owners and police officers asking people if they have a carry permit, yeah. which we know is unconstitutional. Right. 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 To ask that. But wouldn't you rather New Jersey is so hoplophobic. Wouldn't we rather just take the high road? And for the first couple of years, while we have this right that we've been fighting for for so long and before you screw it up for people who didn't even get their carry permit yet. You know what I mean? Don't right. screw it up for people that even didn't get their par- carry permit yet. I want you to just really, really think about your actions uh, because this is very, very important. You know, we have a holster draw class here, and I didn't do learning for that reason. I did the learning because of uh, the reasons being that, uh, you know, uh, I'm getting requests for it because it's so important because we could end up, you know, all we need to do is give Murphy new, more ammunition, okay? Because he definitely doesn't spend any time at the dentist, so the last thing we want is him, uh, you know, trying to take our rights away. Um, how much time do we have left? We are pretty much out. Well, real quick, we have our use of force class, which is taught in a real classroom with a short test at the end, taught by retired police, PTC certified. It's not slides like the at New Jersey State Police site and other uh places that are doing it uh it's better for you in court we have question and answer session at the end so it's listed on the gun for hire academy we have cpr first aid and ad classes listed and we have hemorrhage control classes listed which everybody should be certified on especially when you are carrying a firearm this thursday tony simon is here i will not be here so support those who support you and uh stop by sandy you want to talk about guiding reins and uh crime proof please Yes, uh, I would like, uh, this is a call to every first responder and every uh, veteran. If you can see your way clear for five bucks, ten bucks, fifty bucks, a thousand bucks, whatever you can uh, afford to give, I'd like you to go to guidingreins, R-E-I-N-S dot org. Check out the organization. It's a phenomenal organization. It's open to free of charge uh, for any veteran or first responder. Um, they have just lost all of their VA funding uh, due to Biden budget cuts. And um, it let me tell you, it is a phenomenal program. <coughs> uh, they deal with stroke and spinal cord injuries, PTSD. Um, the horse, I went out to their facility yesterday. I was telling Anthony off air. I've never seen anything like it. The, the horses are the therapists. If you can even imagine that, I mean, there are there are handlers there, and there's wow. somebody there who's certified in this uh, in this particular type of thing, and all the vets, uh, you know, I interviewed every one of them who were in the program. Um, there's like six week or ten week programs, and uh, there were six vets in this particular program, and almost to the almost to the person said uh, they would like to in- tell all of the other vets, don't think of this as therapy. Because um, you're going to think of VA with a bunch of pills and a bunch of therapists and a bunch of all step one, step two, step three, step four. There's nothing like this, and it is absolutely incredible for changing lives, getting people back um, into society, getting people to remove the PTSD and, and spinal cord injury issues, uh, traumatic brain uh, injuries. It's phenomenal. just phenomenal. So if you could, please help support them. It's Again, it's guidingreins, R-E-I-N-S dot org. And with that, it looks like you've done, uh, wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a Counter-Think Media production. The music used in this podcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game on sale everywhere books are sold, and especially at the bookstore gun store, Gun Range, named Gun for Hire. 
you can uh, maybe get your book signed by the author. Never! Unless he's in Florida, <laughs> checking out the gender of the last hurricane that passed through. Yes. But it's uh, in all seriousness, it is a phenomenal book to have, especially if you are carrying. Uh, it is a good yes. book to have. Like Anthony said, step one, use your brain, is the first line of defense. With that, God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold down from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful foothills of the Carolinas. We will see you again next week. <laughs>